Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up? What is your tea? So we want to thank all of y'all for all the feedback for last week's show. I know it was kind of triggering. Very controversial. <laughs> but thank God you was there. <laughs> yes. It would have been I was, like, uh, was going to be there, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to let them have it. I'm mm-hmm. going to give Gives you his time. And I, and I really, I didn't want you to be there, not because of, um you know, not for any particular reason other than I wanted to just be, I wanted it, it to just be them uh-huh. and less interference. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he brought the wife and yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. She like, was quiet though. Yeah, she, she was, was quiet. She didn't say nothing. Yeah. Um, but... I kind of wanted to kind of like debrief a little bit. You wanted to, <laughs> it to be a little bit more intimate, right? That's what you explained. Yeah, over the yeah. I, uh, so the reason why I thought, even though this was a very triggering episode, I really thought it was important to show y'all the on a like kind of like that micro level of certain things that we go through of course on the news y'all hear about the violence we'll we'll talk about discrimination in the workplace but you don't kind of get a real real glimpse of what happens in our interpersonal lives with the people that we are um that we love Mm -hmm. that we care about that we um that are not just disposable because we can you know we can easily say for a motherfucker who we don't have any kind of connection with. Right. We can easily be like, oh, well, fuck Trash. you. Have a great day. Bye. Fuck you. Cancel. Yeah. Cancel. Bye. <laughs> but right. when we're talking about people who are in our lives, who um, we love and we, we are connected to through birth or not mm. necessarily through birth that we actually care about, that we right. want in our lives. Mm-hmm. When we talk about those people, they're not as expendable or as disposable. a disposable. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, disposable as... Um, you know, just some regular Joe Sh- Joe Smell motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, particularly when it comes to like our brothers and our sisters mm-hmm. and our parents and our mothers, our mothers and fathers and blah 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 blah, aunts, uncles, people that we 
grew up with, that we have an affinity for, mm-hmm. that are, are at that at one point was a part of our support system. Right. As a child, um, who babysitted us, who we would go for Thanksgiving, um, any other holidays, go have fun with, had a different type of relationship with prior to our transitioning. And then by walking into our truth, we change the dynamic of the relationship. Yeah. So y'all, sometimes, sometimes yeah, yeah. especially by, um, depending on how they respond towards your transition or, you know, your uh, you living your truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to show y'all um, just some example of that. I didn't know how it was going to go. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what was going to be said. I did want some honest conversation. So I made it clear yeah. th- to him Um that when he came in, I want you to say what's on your mind because I wanted it to be a real conversation. Because right. I, and you can tell how he came in, he was concerned about mm-hmm. not being offensive or being right. silenced, in a or way. being like, silenced. Hey, am I gonna yeah, be able to speak how I want to uh, speak it because I know this is going to be an OBGT um, podcast or um, a platform. And I don't even think he was thinking like that. I think he was yeah. thinking about us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just yeah. in just our face. Like not offending yeah. us. And I don't mm-hmm. want it to I don't want to come off rude and da da da. And I wanted to clear that up. I want to hear your real conversation because I'm because one of the things that we talked about before the show is we are in two different age groups. We mm-hmm. have been um in transition for very different amounts of time. You about four or five years. Yeah, me about twenty five years. Yeah. <laughs> so so these me, kind of com- I think about fifteen. About fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. about fifteen. So we all are in different areas. Um and distinctly we are all in different areas in regards to our family coming along with their yeah. transition. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all have experienced what you experienced in that in that episode mm-hmm. with our families. Or not even just out not out, not just with our families. Like sometimes you hear that tone and on social media when and a lot of times when we're not able to defend trying, ourselves. Yeah, outright mm-hmm. or give responses or just even have those those conversations with people who have those type of belief systems mm-hmm. and they're not receptive or they're not even trying to hear you out. They're just stuck on how they feel. They don't want any other expression. This is how I feel. This is how it's going to be. I don't care how you feel, how I make you feel. This is this is it. And, mm-hmm. and most of the times it... It could be it could be triggering and and I think that's why you let everybody know this might be a triggering episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to those experiences in my life, I don't go through those experiences in my life now. So the con- and and let me let me correct that. So the the frequency, (laughs) the frequency (laughs) of those type of conversations are Mm -hmm. really low now. Mm -hmm. So I have I do have moments with certain people that are like, oh, Lord, you Mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? But it's very, very, very. The frequency is very, very low now. Whereas mm-hmm. for you, anytime you probably engage with your family, mm-hmm. it's some type of level of that. Especially because I'm young. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You haven't been through life. Exactly. It's that kind of attitude. One of the things that I um, that I have, that I said ever since I was younger, I always wanted to be in my 30s. <laughs> I, I, I was never a person who was like, oh, I'm going to say young forever, blah, 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 blah. I want to be in my 30s because in my mind, 30s was the area of time in life where you were young enough to still be relevant to young folks, mm-hmm. but you were old enough to where older people was like, oh, you grown, you, you've lived through life. 
And so 30s was that area where I felt like I would get the respect that I deserved. And, you know, because you couldn't you couldn't dismiss me as, oh, you just young. You ain't been through nothing. Right. When you get to my age and let me know those type of shit. When you hit 30, folks, stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, stop giving you all those kind of excuses. So I have been through. Those kind of conversations with my mom, with mm-hmm. my um, with my intermediate family, mm-hmm. um, at different levels of um, acceptance. Mm-hmm. I've had a my grandmother was one of the ones who was no, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna accept I'm this. Good. Like I ain't even trying to work on it, or I'm not even gonna pretend that yeah. I accept it and then talk behind your back. That's um, how my grandmother. Is. Yeah, so she's that. <laughs> my, Baby, my... <laughs> she said, uh, "You can come to the next birthday party, but leave Mia at home." No <laughs> yes. right. So my mother was a, a different. My mother was. I'm going to accept you, love you, unconditional you, because you're my child. But when I, when I wasn't around, re, 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 re. Mm-hmm. Talk all kinds of cash shit and this motherfucking shit. I can't <laughs> believe uh, he coming with this faggot ass shit. <laughs> like, really all getting it together. And I, I would, I, at first, I wouldn't hear about it. But then my little brother being the one, my little brother being the one who was the fully, quickly accepting one. Mm. You get, he was the one who immediately but remember I raised him he was in my household mm-hmm. it, it was a different concept for him mm-hmm. because then as he got older and he had his own mind and his own thoughts about things mm-hmm. he had some things that we had conversation about not as near as problematic but mm-hmm. some things where I was like oh okay mm-hmm. you know maybe you know maybe I didn't mm-hmm. do as well of a job to teach you about this yeah. stuff <laughs> but you know not fully but it's way smaller than compared to my grandmother so and then you got my other little brother who um the the one that's not Rakim my mm-hmm. other little brother is a little bit more problematic he's a little bit more um oh I'm not you're not my sister not to me he wouldn't say it to me he would say mm-hmm. it to my other family members um that's not my sister that's my brother Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that type How of stuff. How old is he? He is, he's the middle of us. So he's like 32. Mm. My youngest brother, he is 29. He, he turned 29 this year. Mm. So he's like in that 32-ish range. And so he's the one who... Um, Were you, you around know, him a lot? Not as much as the young one. It seems like it seems like when people get to seeing your normalcy and like really seeing your humanity it's and easier. seeing you being your authentic self. Yes. They just be chilling. And that's for everybody. That's for everybody yeah. if you actually meet a trans person. Yeah, it changes their it point changes, of view. Yeah, it changes their point of view. There's so many people I've been like just in their presence or maybe they didn't know that I was trans or maybe they did know I was trans and, and I wouldn't want to say they were forced in my presence, but they just happened to be with someone else mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. invited them mm-hmm. and I just happened to be there and, and I rem- I just remember conversations where they would be like you know what you is kind of you are actually kind of cool and mm-hmm. I'm like well damn bitch what I did you think trying to, I'm trying to say well I'm, well, I'm supposed to be <laughs> I'm supposed here, to, to be... suck your dick on the yeah. or, or trying to <laughs> tricking people yeah supposed to be tricking you as like or... what What did you expect? Exactly. Like, what was it? Like, what? what, You thought he was gonna be able to clock easy, or whatever. All these different stereotypes they probably got in their head. Exactly. Even if you were these stigmas, what were you expecting in your encounter with somebody that was like me? But even for me, like, even the family that really got the most to say, they really ain't been like around. Like, even really gotten to know me on a deep level. Like, even my dad, he hasn't really 
gotten to know me on a deep level. We never exchanged emotional, like emotional type of conversations. Like he, I've never like just really vented about how I felt like the dysphoria I felt or nothing like that. So he can go based off what he's seen, what he's seen. And really the family that I've been closest to, they've been the most chill. Like they've been the most like, oh yeah, we fuck with you. I invite you places, boom, boom, boom. Like my aunt, she's, she basically raised me the most and she was actually really, really cool. And she's still really, really cool. Like the communication is there. It would just be normal. She might disagree with how, with me transitioning. And she actually was like, when I started first dressing like a guy, she was actually like, um, you're not trying to become a man, are you? I was like, wait, no, no, wait, what? You know, you, you remember that gif of that girl, that white girl, like, mm, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I was. <laughs> but uh, she turned out to be really cool and accepting. She listened to the podcast and liked it and corrected me on certain situations because her husband is actually the uncle I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So she was like, no, 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 that situation, the uncle, he wasn't mad at you. It wasn't towards you. It was towards this. And I'm like, okay, regardless of the situation, why not be mature enough to say hi to your family? Like, because everybody was sitting there and say nothing to nobody. So it wasn't like I didn't make it into a trans thing. It wasn't nothing like that. But I, I that's something I assume as a trans person. Like, and you don't the know. And yeah. The- in the, the history of things he said has mm-hmm. been act- reacting exactly you. but to, to kind of um wait let me say this just on that mm-hmm. it's crazy how people who are not as close to you are the most invested in doing things that they deem as punishment for you transitioning because right. i think that's some of the language that your dad kind of mm-hmm. used like your, your grandma is punishing you right. for doing what you do mm-hmm. and i've experienced that in my life too where people who i'm like nigga before i transitioned and i was homeless you didn't invite me to come stay on your couch Right. When I before I transitioned and my mother was going through her addiction and I was going through all of that stuff, I had to go into a group home because nobody was volunteering to bring me into their home. But I transitioned and somehow you so invested right. in how I live my life. How I, I live my life. Quote unquote. That was crazy to me. Right. It was ridiculously crazy. Right. I was like, do you understand? First of all, do you understand that? Only people I give a fuck about is my intermediate family that I'm close to and love. Not <laughs> right, you. Right. So so what you Your do opinion really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And only time we come in contact is when, you know, it's just some kind of family function, da 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 that we're forced in a situation. But your opinion about who I am is ridiculous to be this strong when it was about when it was time for you to step up and care for me, you didn't even step up. Right. And I've been and thinking about shows- that just shows like how Fake. evil people could be in and how in how much they invest themselves into transphobic tra- ideology yes. being better than and thou. that's exactly what i was about to say. Being better how than they, thou. like but like how invested they be in in just being evil like mm-hmm. it's and it's almost like it's right because it's so many people who in line with that type of thoughts. Y'all niggas Jesus. so Christian. Woo. I can't remember one time y'all got me a Christmas gift like that type of <laughs> shit. Like it's really on that. Like I can't even remember. Like the only thing I can remember most most people saying shit. Like either you just babysitting me a couple times, but 
my daddy had to pay you not to smoke around me. Like, shit like that. It's like, fuck out of here. What? Like, yes. that's ridiculous. Yeah, right. Or I transition <laughs> and all of a sudden all these invitations to church start to happen. Before then, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers weren't worrying about my my spiritual well-being. Right. <laughs> I'm over here suffering with eating disorders and there's no comment like, are you okay? It's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I've seen you go from this many pounds to <laughs> right. this many pounds. Are In you a short okay? amount of time. It wasn't none of that. None nothing are you okay like no. how are you feeling none of that ever shit. yeah but it's when not- i transition <laughs> oh i really wish i would have been more involved in your life what what yes that's literally what yeah, i've gotten or like, you're not if a- i would have been more involved with your life then you wouldn't have been this tranny i would have <laughs> definitely kept you in dresses and made sure your hair was pretty i would have definitely oppressed you the woman you wanted to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would have really oppressed you no or or then another strange thing about the conversation is you sitting here telling me that you really weren't emotionally emotional emotionally available to me right but you sitting here have this guilt about my transition and the excuse is you just were around me all the time. And you, you were just were, so shy. And and, you, and, or just not so... even that you weren't around me. You're not around me now for me to accept who you are now. That so too. Like, you're not around me now for me to be able to ask you questions and get to know the person that you are now. I'm still going to be in my beliefs and, and treat you the way you are because it's your fault. And right. then they don't think we re- we can see these excuses, these bullshit excuses. But it's maybe because we can't see them because we're trans. And a lot of the <laughs> maybe stuff. Maybe we can't see them. And then I, I, I thought it was weird. <laughs> another element that y'all didn't hear because I cut it. There was a lot of times where your dad took the opportunity on the show to downgrade your mother. Yes. There was so many times that he yes. was using this moment to that. tell you about your mother. Yes. And you not going to do that on my show. Not even if all. Z was going to let you. Not that mm-hmm. you, you was like, Mm-mm. I was like, no, but sir. <laughs> even if even if he was going to let you, you're not going to do that on mine. No, we don't sir. dog mothers here. No, sir. And, and especially she not being here to defend herself and say what's really going right. on. Exactly. Because I know being in relationships with men mm-hmm. how their perspective of They're things trash. can be really weird <laughs> really really weird yes. so yes your perspective is your perspective you have a right to it and we'll talk yes. about that later on but, <laughs> but you're not gonna dog the mother here on the show but he kept bringing her up in not that um well, you will be talking about trans stuff my whole life <laughs> and, my whole life and, and but not just that and I'm and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of times like I, my aunt is going through this where her son is coming of age. He's mm. like 21, and um, because he's having this, because she's trying to hold him accountable as a man, mm. he's having this like little, little rebellion thing that's happening. Uh. So he's bringing up his dad to dog her. When his dad hadn't even been in her in his life, it's your mama who has been the str- the exactly. one who's struggling, and te- and you're living under her roof. She's mm-hmm. the one who have to who have to heal you when you're sick. She's the one who had to get up in the morning, even if he's giving her a little bit of coins. Mm-hmm. She's the one that's the full time mama while he's somewhere on the other side of the country, mm-hmm. fucking bitches and being free. And so you not in my face, which me and him got into it um, when I was in Chicago. You not in my face going to mm-hmm. dog your mother when I know firsthand what right. she has done. Yes. And sacrificed that she has been. Yes. So you're not going to do that. And that's what it reminded me of in the mm-hmm. in the conversation where I was like, no, you're not about to sit here and dog his mother. 
And mm-hmm. you're not going to use this platform to do that. So I, you can say what you want because I want you to say continue your, to talk. your feelings, sir. I want you to keep talking <laughs> and I want you to feel like I'm shutting you down. But no, I'm erasing this shit. <laughs> right, just, just <laughs> then it will never feelings, see sir. the light of day. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying? And it was, that was really, really interesting because we we're talking about your son and y'all relationship and you're bringing up the mother. And yeah, as if she have anything. That, when Really, my mama been so supportive of me. Like... She might not, she might be like, she has some issues with misgendering, but it ain't nothing like, oh. I'm not um, going to talk to you. You're you weaker can't bring than me. me up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're weaker than me and that type of shit. Like, come on now. Yeah, that, that, that was really strange. I'm trying to. To give him a little credit, uh-huh. I do like the fact that he was conscious and, and you could see him trying to correct himself while he was addressing Z and he wasn't as problematic and he was trying to. When I've talked to him, he was trying to coincide and um, show the way the Bible accepts you in a way um but yeah, i didn't get that at all but i'm glad but, you get it when you're well, wait, in other was, incidents I, <laughs> but like when i mean accepts you because like, he said your transition you're gonna through through z's love of christ when jesus turns back to a woman his love your love for him is gonna allow you to see christ and you're gonna turn to a man <laughs> yes. that's what oh, i was saying <laughs> That's what well, I was damn. saying. And he it's did crazy say that. I have to take that back. But you know, I was trying to give him credit because it was just like, but no, he, okay, so he was conscious of not it's the crazy dead name a little me. bit. It's crazy to me because my transness is only valid to him as long as I'm with a trans woman or really? a guy. Yeah. it's That's what it seems like. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I was happy oh, with a cis woman. A yeah, if I was happy with a cis woman, it wouldn't even matter. It would just be like, oh, whatever. But because I'm with you, he only has faith. Does that uh-huh. make sense? It's like yeah. weird. It's like this weird thing to where it's like, I know you're sick. I know you're ill, but you're with a man. Like, And it went from, And oh, I'm pretty sure in the back of his mind, he feels you choosing Mia as a partner is acknowledgement of your original self. Yeah, because I see you as a woman, and you picking somebody who used to be a man. That's you trying to reconcile. Like you didn't even ask me how I met Mia. You uh-huh. didn't even ask me why I love Mia. Like it's just like, bro, what? Yeah, I don't want to yeah, talk but- to you. It's that type of thing. Like, okay, in this moment, in that moment, I was like, he can't just be misunderstanding that I don't want to be around people that think like this. Like, and it's not even that we have difference. Just because we have difference in opinions, it's just like everything you know, you think you know about me is rooted into some trauma, is rooted into some mental illness, is rooted in me trying to be me I reaching kept referring to your shyness as illness yeah, and yeah hiding but that's in his plain way sight. of trying to like, make it make sense like okay i know that you have this this mental uh this mental defect or whatever that you were diagnosed at the clinic which is i think small i think a lot of people go through it but it's his way of trying to make sense like oh this must be the reason why you decide to be trans because you have this shyness going on so like shyness is a mental illness if i tried to get it but i what was um I, I don't know i don't remember but i remember being shy because 
people were mostly like people mostly other than me was like i didn't like that girl shit they really put towards me exactly I what i said in the yeah I, I didn't <laughs> like that oh my gosh she's so pretty like touching me you know like ha- trying to have access to me touching my hair just being real weird but to go back to the the conversation about like my uncle not saying hi and stuff like that like him being such a my dad being like a know-it-all him not saying i don't know why he didn't say hi in that moment him choosing to defend his brother in that moment when he was wrong instead of saying i don't know why he was like oh you know how family is like but he would do that in in i remember the conversation about the perfect example that i gave about his wife taking his name you're only make you're only saying that you would be okay with that because mm-hmm. I'm comparing it to transness because you want us to be okay with you dead naming. Right. But in a real life, based on who I see and who I'm listening mm-hmm. to, you are not somebody who, you are deep in patriarchy. You right. are not Ooh, somebody yes. who would let that happen. You yes. are not somebody who be, would be okay with mm-hmm. your wife letting her family disrespect your name i can tell by our conversation i can tell by how deep you are in this patriarchal system you would not be okay with that and you're only saying that you're okay with it because i am comparing it to dead naming us because you want to be right you want to be right (laughs) i have to be better i have to be better and holier than these trannies i'm talking to Uh in this moment and that's all that matters i would just i would accept it i wouldn't be like y'all i would just accept it what I wouldn't accept is them not accepting her choice. <laughs> uh, duh! That's exactly what we're saying. <laughs> and the funny thing about it is that's y'all was that's talking. A, that's what you just explained. <laughs> exactly. And the funny thing about it is he didn't, I don't think he knew he could, he he would be able to spar with somebody intelligent. Like, I didn't know he was coming to, I didn't know he, I don't think he was aware that somebody that could spar with him intelligently was present. And with like, the Bible. Yeah, just not even that. They was talking about phenotypes and all types of shit. <laughs> they were talking about science. Even that circular conversation. You went from this is not a mutation. Oh, those are not mutations. Yes, it is. These are literally mutations that has happened. And because people have procreated, <laughs> it right. continues and continues continues. That right. happens. That's what that's science. Yeah, and, so, and he was and then like him going like even when y'all argue there, he will go back to the Bible. And then like when he when you went to the Bible, he went to science. And then when you went to <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, I like to think of things scientifically. No, no we was just talking no, you scientifically don't. and you went to the Bible again. What is it gonna be, sir? Yeah. Pick, yeah. Pick your choice. It's, it's yeah. basically my way of the highway. <laughs> right. So so what did you so in that conversation, what did you take from it? What did you um because now I'll really give him credit. So the small credit that I give him is that there is, there has been over time a little bit of growth, right? Yes. There so has been. even mm-hmm. in that conversation, the way the way I have listened, because um, before he was like, I don't got nothing to say, I don't know what to say to it. Yeah, and so there has been a little bit of growth. Um, I even in the conversation when and I and I wanted y- I wanted y'all to notice that I used the laser sound <laughs> for the dead naming thing. I use a laser sound for a reason. <laughs> We're zapping it on out. Yui was laughing at it. She sent me. The, she was like, "Yes, sound effects." So I was like, right. So I, I did that on purpose so you can actually hear how many when, times? how many times it happened. Ooh, it was just and like, so when damn. you're having conversation with your people, and this was on a recording. 
Yeah. So think about a normal conversation. And with you, I could tell because I've been in that space before mm-hmm. where because I love these people, yeah. I'm trying to make an excuse for me accepting it in this moment. Yeah. I'm but trying then to it make continues. It, but if, That's... if you accept it, mm. it doesn't give them the chance that it doesn't make them accountable for the change. If every time they say it, you don't nip it in the butt and no, th- you don't have to say, this is an argument. Like you don't have to make mm-hmm. it into a angry argument, but say, Hey, nope, my name is Z. I'm not even going to lie. Okay. Uh, yes, you're right. Completely mm-hmm. right. I, I, I could see that. especially early on. Cause you were, cause in the, in the beginning of the conversation, you were saying like, well, I don't mind it when it's my family. I don't want some random person that I don't know mm-hmm. doing it, but you, I don't mind, but you do mind it. Yes, I do. And, I exactly. Mind. So I, but I understand, but I've been there. I, I used to be like that when I was yeah. in my, my late teens and my early twenties, I was way more patient mm-hmm. with the dead naming. I was way more patient with the pronouns, but it got to a point in Boy, my mid-20s mid where I'm like, you're not even trying. Right. You're not trying, and me allowing you to do this is not moving you forward. Yes. And it's so, hurting us. And, and, and it's hurting my connection to you because I either need to stop fucking with you or mm-hmm. we got to adjust it. And Especially so some people were a little so bit far. harsh. I'm sorry, some people were a little bit harsher. So like with my mom, I when I would correct my mom, she wouldn't turn it into a thing. She wouldn't mm-hmm. turn into, I'm not saying that name. She would be like, oh, I'm sorry, and correct. So it was a little bit, I could be a little bit softer mm-hmm. with her because mm-hmm. she wasn't giving any pushback. My grandmother, the one who totally didn't accept it, mm-hmm. she was the one that I had to be a little bit harsh with. Mm-hmm. So she, I think I talked about this before, where mm-hmm. every time she would dead name me, I would call her a bitch. And not bitch like, <laughs> you're a motherfucking bitch. Not like that. But I, instead of saying grandma, I would say bitch. Yes, bitch. And we would be at the grocery <laughs> store. We would be, yes, bitch. And, and literally, literally like, and Do like, I bet you, you so many people are like, you would call your grandma uh, a bitch? Yeah, and she, would, and she would be like that too. Looking for an historic bitch. Stop playing with my pussy, girl. And she would be like that too. She would be like, like she, when I would do it, I, it would be so subtle. Like we would be at the grocery store. We would be at... at, at, at <laughs> It w- I would just replay. <laughs> I would say it with the same tone, not with anger. Just However, I would say grandma or her. Anytime I would use her pronouns <laughs> or I would say bitch. And because she's one of them respectable grandmother, <laughs> why are you calling me a bitch? And she would go into the anger mode. And I was like, because you're calling me something that I don't want to be called. So I needed to find something to call you what you don't want to be called. How well, you're old not are you? A- um, I think I, I was in my early... God, I, I ooh, with my grandmother. Was I was in my teenager? yeah, I was in my late teens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was in my boy. late teens. Early. I was in my late teens and early twenties. Um, but I had to be harsher with her yes. because she would embarrass me. <laughs> we would be at a grocery store, and I'm passing, right? And nobody, everybody is, you know, giving yes. me the right pronouns, and then she's calling me my old name, right? And then everybody's looking confused, like <laughs> what? Or she's calling me a he, and everybody's looking like. What? Why are you calling? Do you mean, or they correct her? And, be oh, yeah, like, you mean and she- then she'll say, "No, that's my grandson." Like really late. She was late, and so, and I'm here helping you grocery shop. Bitch. I don't have to be here. <laughs> so I would be like, "No, this is not okay." This is not, so I would be like, "Yeah, this bitch calls me that." 
my dad I <laughs> and it would be her leg my dad really confused me though because when we went to his christmas party him trying to still be holier than thou have this attitude he was even telling my aunt how come you can't call z zahir or he or him he and him like he was actually doing it at the christmas party good and i was like oh okay cool but when we got here all of that was like gone away and it confused me in that moment so i was like maybe he'll fix it maybe he just forgot these first couple times then i was right really like "Mm." and i kind of just started paying it because i was just like okay maybe she gonna delete this anyway i think that he (laughs) was defending it i think okay what you gotta be like he said i think that there is a transition that happens Yes. I think there is a transition with them that happens. There is a learning curve. Absolutely. And we understand it. We understand that, you know, if mm-hmm. you've been calling me this name for since I was born, you gave me the name. Mm-hmm. I get it. There's going to be a cha- There's going to be a transition period. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And so it's in that within that transition period, my mother went through it mm-hmm. where she would be defending me. But she might still misgender me when oh, we're by ourselves. Okay, just just based on I'm st- I'm still getting in the habit of okay. it. Okay, like now I and especially coming in this situation where we're t- it's coming to record, he's in defending mode. Right. He's in I'm defending my position. I'm defending my brother. I'm defending your aunt. Is on it Keithy or I don't know whatever uh, your aunt yeah. or whoever. Really? Defending really? your aunt. I'm defending them because we actually are all on the same side. And I'm defending yeah. it to get you to understand where we're coming from and blah, 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 mm. blah, blah. So that's why he may have, you know, went kind of regressed because he was in defense mode mm. at the time. And that's just giving a little bit of leeway mm. and under explanation. But yeah. I think that growth, the growth of him defending you in that situation, mm-hmm. I think that that is that is growth. And that mm. takes and that that takes courage. That takes um, care. Mm-hmm. And, you know, also, over time, it'll work. Also, what he taught me, like him. What he also taught me is he only has respect towards certain passability too, because mm-hmm. like with Mia is no problem. That's so she like even when he came to our house to uh, help me with the couch, which I was doing the best work on, you know, lifting. <laughs> but anyways, you are strong, babe. <laughs> I'm just being extra you, again. You are strong, but but um, when he had came over, he was like, "You so perfect." Like he told her she was perfect, and she like. I guess in a way, like, she performs femininity in a great way. And, like, even when he was, like, she handled it perfectly. Like, when we was talking about the incident with my aunt at Christmas. And, like, him being very accepting of her womanhood in that way to where he won't invalidate her. It's kind of like, I'm like, I'm sure it wouldn't be this way if there was a certain level of... Um, clockiness yeah exactly that's the truth for everybody and that, yeah. that some that's also something to call out that you got to notice with in and i don't i don't want to compare it to colorism i mean but, but you see it what, in social media uh, well and i'm sorry and then to entertainment uh, yeah. business um, most of the girls that have huge platforms have a certain possibility yeah. about themselves and and that's just what i've seen their womanhood is more valid it's in uh, not to compare like i said i don't want to compare it to colorism um but that's the only thing i can think of right now so you know in the same way um light skinness gives you a certain privilege passing gives you a certain privilege so when somebody is on the further end of further end of passing where they're not passing and they look a little bit more um, masculine if they're a trans woman or feminine if they're a trans man Mm -hmm. they don't get you because you still see them and you still see their 
original self, quote unquote. Um, I mean, you can see that by looking at the celebrities. Really. You know, yeah. And it, you, when you see, you don't respect their transition enough because multiple reasons, like they don't take you as seriously. Oh, you ain't got all the work done, so therefore you must not be serious about it. Um, or yeah. and and it's different levels of that. Sometimes there's sex change people. Or not that think that because you haven't had a sex change, you haven't, you're not taking it seriously. Or you get what I'm saying? It's a lot of layers to it that I want y'all to understand. Or even if they're attracted to just cis women or cis people. If If we put, it's all based on how we perform cis heteronormativity physically and in our social interactions. If you don't, if you do not perform in that way, then that invalidates who you are. Right. Exactly. So I am high fan, but a bitch still get clocked. And I I do there was a time period where I well, I wouldn't really even passable and people will fall out when they see me. And so when I did have that time period and it made me feel really, really bad because you, you my own sisters would even and and when I say my sister, I'm saying other trans women or in uh, trans attracted men, they would invalidate me. Oh, and my gay brothers, they would invalidate me. And Mm -hmm. it made me feel like, damn, like, what do I have to do? Let me figure out what I have to do in order to soften or in order to present this certain type of way. But I think what we want to do is we want to lean into a, a, a space where it doesn't even matter where you are in your transition. It doesn't matter how you present. Just respect me for who I am. We want to be seen like, as in, human in, and yeah, valid just in respect, our gender like, be regardless. Nice to me. <clears throat> like, st- still respect my humanity. Because right. there are... St- I don't even want to compare it. Just, that's my point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. My point. <clears throat> that's what it is. But mostly what I took from it, to close out on that, mostly what I took out from it is this man probably not going to ever change, but I could see him adjusting. I could see it becoming Z, he, him all, all the time. I could see, and I, I could see that, but at the same time, I done been set a boundary between me and him a long time ago, and I really feel like he's the type of person where I would have to be around more for him to visually see a guy for him to make that adjustment and i'm really not in that place to where i'm like oh yeah let's hang out with that i'm like not really in that place it's kind of hard for me to get in that place especially knowing that those those ideologies and what his fundamental belief system is is going to be hard for me to push that and he might not change so i think that change is happening z yeah just 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 to not totally defend him. I get what you're saying, right, but right. I think it's happening. And I also think he values his relationship with you. I, yes. I think too. even within the conversation, you can tell he valued it because mm-hmm. a, a, a perfect acknowledgement is that when he was talking about, um, his princess, maybe Graham, your grandmother. No, not that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the grandmother. When he was talking about the, <laughs> when he was talking about the grandmother, he acknowledged like do you really think that's worth you losing the relationship with your yeah, grandchild yeah. and i think that's a reflection of him acknowledging yeah. that he does he doesn't want to lose his relationship with you mm-hmm. he wants it to be now the the battle the tug of war is he 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 values the relationship but he also is trying to hold on to that princess he yeah. also is trying to hold on to that once he lets that go it can be a more um more um what's the word 
uh, I'm, I'm, he I'm told a mind me. a more amended relationship. Yeah, the relationship would or, be better. Um, tighter and closer and um uh, i don't I'm, I'm, I'm having a brain fart but a better relationship <laughs> um I, I really think yeah. it's hard for him to part of that a lot of that a lot of that has to do with letting that that pretty girl go i guess so to say because there's something that he has an attachment to that because he's a black man that dates non-black women exactly. so you being this perfect mixed yes. little baby yes. given and he's because he told me he told me he was like as a girl easy easily one of the prettiest women in the world easily but as a man you small you cute and i was like oh, okay at least I'm cute. Right. We're, we're seeing. <laughs> we, are see, we are what with you and your dad, because your dad is not a pretty man. Yeah. Right. Yes, so he's not right. a pretty man. He's just a regular dude. Yeah. And he's not a pretty man. And he mm. went and had these mixed babies. And so what we are seeing is mm. the ideology, the idolization of mixed children and mm. how it is affecting a trans man's life. Right. How your father's idealization of that right. type of coupling and that type of what offspring yes. is affecting your life. That's just right. keeping it gutter as fuck. You know what <laughs> yes. I'm saying? Because he's like, oh yes. my God, you're giving up what I, I thought I was creating. Oh my God. Your, your sister is just as beautiful. Yes. And then she, 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 She's like, uh, he's like, oh my God, I'm, you're giving up all this stuff that I value so much yes. in, in you having. And I, I was lucky enough to have mm. these pretty babies mm. and you're giving it up by being a scruffy man. Right. <laughs> right. That is exactly. what he's saying. Yes, yes. I can see all. He don't know I see all of that though. It's but just I like. I don't think he sees all of it. Yes. Because, yes, he, yes, they, yes, because yes. niggas like him make excuses for, oh, that's not Anything. what I think. It's not a race issue. Yes. Oh, no, no, this is just a preference. Da, yeah. da, da, da. But I I could see all of that. But this is I'm I think like that. I know how these yes. intricate systems of oppression and, and biases Deep. and all, I know what this looks like. Yes. You don't. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? You don't right. see it, but I see it. And they and don't think that we ha as trans people, they don't think we have the mental capacity to see through all of that and uh -huh. be like, I'm a distance myself. They think, oh, you just scared because you trans. Like, right. And you're making everything a that. trans issue yes. and you want to push this trans agenda what about right. down everybody's I, throats. What but about, you know, Jerry wanted some girls and that's what he got. <laughs> <laughs> what about if I just want to be told hi because I'm a family member and I want to be acknowledged as a family member? why i gotta be because i'm why i gotta go straight to that like it really it's not about being trans <laughs> right it's about being human it's like right. bitch i ain't seen you in a long time girl you ain't seen me so why you can't speak i know you're upset girl but you could have said something right. right you ain't even gotta say my new name right. just say hi get right me, make me feel welcome in this space since i'm family and you supposedly care and you right. so invested invested in my care and you're the most accepting quote yeah. unquote whatever Okay. But, that, but that's that. We had to talk about it because we want y'all to believe us that we have these conversations. Yes. <laughs> and also, I kind of wanted people to get to know me a little better and know a little back history because I knew he would tell some stories. Yeah. So also that I think it, I thought it was a good idea. 
Because you yeah. never really hear about from from like black dads. Yeah. yeah. And as a content creator, I thought it's it's from my perspective. I want to share with y'all when I have time. There's so not time. Um, when I have access to somebody who is willing. There's a lot of times, there's a lot of aspects of our lives that we can't share with y'all because people are not willing to come on yeah. and give real conversations. Yeah. And or have like a really objective um point of view. Point of view. Um or or that's just just willing, like especially when it comes like trans attractive men, when it comes to um Ooh, family, you when gotta it comes shitting. Good luck, good <laughs> luck. Um, but it's just we don't see these kind of conversations. So when somebody is willing to be honest and open about it, it's not really to demonize them. It's really just to be real and and let y'all see exactly what we go through on a day-to-day basis so we want to thank y'all for if you listen through the whole thing and you were triggered we apologize but there's some real shit and you know we a lot of us you. go through we it. go through it and yeah. we, we, we appreciate y'all for listening and dealing with it um from the outside looking in i and appreciate so, y'all feedback too yeah. yeah yeah we definitely got a lot of messages each one of us got like a lot yeah, of messages yeah. about it and you know it's affirmation that we're doing the work that we do, changing <laughs> culture every episode. <laughs> episode, episode, darling. <laughs> Thank y'all. You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Now listen, I know that what is basic Trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. <laughs> So let's talk about being old and out of touch. All right. I know that feels very, very dismissive. I am 38 years old. And sometimes that is thrown at me. Sometimes I throw it at other people. And sometimes it is dismissive. Yes, absolutely. Because I think sometimes when people say things that are rooted in ignorance, it is sometimes you just got to dismiss them. Just facts of the matter. Um, no need to argue, no need to go back and forth. You just dismiss them because they're stupid and old. Well, not necessarily stupid hmm. because they're out of touch. And a lot of times that's just what it is. It feels bad when you hear it, but sometimes you're out of touch. <laughs> and I say that because let me do this parallel. So there was a time in African African-American history when respectability politics were very, very important tools in order to get our agenda across. Because the white people were using inferiority as the case against us, we had to prove that we can be just intelligent, just as refined, just as civil. We can speak English properly. We had to prove our humanity and prove our civility to them for them to take us seriously. 
It was shown in our art. It was shown in our writing. It was shown in um, our oratory speaking. It was shown in various, our music. It was shown in various ways how we can be just like you. When we talk about Phyllis Whitley, when we talk about um, W.E.B. Du Bois, um, when we talk about how they were praised at the time, for being um, these amazing writers, these amazing um, poets. At that time, they were proving something to these people who had power. And that kind of respectability politics had value, a lot of value, more so value than nowadays, okay? So the product of these people the, pro- the children of this generation went on to believe that respectability politics was the way to go, to be nice, to be civil, to do the Martin Luther King thing. We have to we to, to, to do the Michelle Obama thing. The when they go low, we go high. Be respectable. Be this kind of perfect, good old American Negro. OK. So when it was time to lift up the people who did not fit those boxes, when we talk about the Fannie Lou Hamers who didn't, who was country from the Delta, who didn't speak like people up north or who didn't speak um, the white man's English in this, in this perfect way, a lot of people would dismiss her because she talked country. And wouldn't listen to her. Didn't even want her to be at the 64 Democratic Convention. There was a lot of people that would dismiss them because they didn't perform whiteness in the same way. They were just country bunkins. You know, when we talk about ghetto, being ghetto and being in the hood, I'm not those kind of niggas. I'm not those kind of blacks. There's a generation that demonizes the ghetto, unrefined, uneducated. But the type of feminism that I have, that I have grown to grown into for me and the type of blackness that I have, I have learned and grown and grown to the point where my politics tells me that that shit is anti-black. And there are some old heads who still feel that that respectability politic politic way is the way to go. But this new generation is saying, no, that's not okay because it leaves people behind. So to me, if you want that respectability politics shit and you're not growing and including people who don't fit that um, perfect happy ass Negro narrative, You fucking old. You old. Your politics is old. You are out of touch with what is happening now. Does that mean you don't have value? Absolutely not. Does that mean you should not share your opinions? Absolutely not. Does that mean that I should not revere you for the sacrifices you made when that strategy was working? Absolutely not. I'm going to revere you because I understand my history and I understand why you were doing what you were doing back then. Why it worked, why your politic was relevant back then. I understand it. I have an analysis and appreciation for what you went through back then. 
But we in 2019, baby, and we we don't think it's okay to leave people behind. We don't think it's okay to make white motherfuckers a standard. We have our own culture. We don't think it's okay to not evolve to something new when the old strategies are not working. We don't think it's okay to not be a little bit more expansive in what black is or what black looks like and talks like and sounds like what intelligence is from our point of view and lived experiences. If you still saying shit like back in my day, back in my day, things were simple. That's a dog whistle for you old and out of touch and simple minded. Shit is complicated. Everything ain't simple. We learn some new shit every generation about the past that we didn't know because hindsight is 2020. And you got a whole different perspective. Does that mean I should disrespect you? Absolutely not. Actually, when I dismiss you, it's so I don't disrespect you, for me particularly. I don't know about anybody else. When I just say, oh, you just old and out of touch. Okay, girl, do what you do. That's what, it, that's what it is to me. It's so I don't disrespect you. But to me, if you're still holding on to old school way of things, that may have worked back in the day. That may have had value back in the day. That may be okay back then. But now we have grown to a new level. And if you have not come with us and you're in still investing in those things that leave people behind... And you're using and you're in and, and you're choosing to stay behind because there's some old people who don't stay behind. There's some old people that evolve their politics. But if you're still holding on to that old stuff, I am going to say. That you are old and out of touch. And so when we talk about Flame Monroe, yes, you have the right to feel how you feel for you, but you have a responsibility to say that this is just me. I haven't went on to the um to this new new era because I'm old or I'm I'm old school. Well, she says I'm old school. This new stuff don't work for me. That's okay for you to say, but you have a responsibility on a big platform to make it very very clear your point of view, and how it differs from the rest of us. You can't just say it for saying it's sake. You can't just say, this is how I think. It has to be your actions that follow it too because your actions on this show were disgusting because you added things. Because for you to follow Janet Mock's brilliant, brilliantly and patiently educating them buffoons on The Breakfast Club, educating them... <laughs> And then you follow her, calling her crazy and confused. You're not just sharing your own opinion. We have to be, you, you really have to be conscious of that. You're not just saying this is me. If you just went up there and said, you know, I don't, you know, I'm just telling you how I feel. Now, I, this may not be um, what everybody else feels, but this is what I feel. But you didn't go in there and do that. You said that the people before you was crazy and confused. That's a different narrative, baby. And I'm not going to give you the, the excuse. I'm not going to say, oh, this is what she was trying to say. This is what she meant to say. No, I know what the fuck you said. So that's what it is. I think that people 
have to learn that as a celebrity, as a person with a platform, you have a responsibility. And if you do not fulfill that responsibility, people are going to call your ass out. In the trans community, in the black community, in um, the lesbian community, the LGBT community as a whole, that's what's going to happen. She is cooning. She is doing exactly what Donald Trump did to the right wing, lower class dummies. Just flip it to cis heteronormative conservative black dummies. She is parroting what they think and what they say. Like Candace Owens, she knows in this time of trans liberation that I can say these things and get some brownie points. It's lucrative because she knows she's going to get claps. Let me say this ridiculous shit and let me throw some, you know, racialized, true talking points in there. I know these black cis conservative motherfuckers is going to feel me. That's what she's doing. And that's not going to work. But anyway... I just wanted to talk about when you're older, you're either going to come along with the people or you're not. If you're not, go sit down. Enjoy your, enjoy your old life. I, that's what I'm going to do when I get wrong and extra, extra wrong and stop feeling it. I, I actually, being 38, I'm starting to feel some of these things that I feel like, ooh, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really agree with that. But when I get so far along that I'm doing a disservice to the young folks trying to move stuff forward, I'm going to go sit my old ass down and shut the fuck up and hope you do the same flame and roll. And this is Trans 101. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. You know, have you guys... Checked out the <laughs> recent episode of The Breakfast Girls. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. The Breakfast Girls be trying it. I, I was not going to listen to it Me until either. you said that it was going to be your topic. Then if it's going to be your topic, I got to fucking listen to it. It was only 30 minutes. Uh, child. Yes. 30 minutes of life wasted. Yes. I was, tired. I was like, I'm tired of these transphobes. I don't want to. I already know what it's gonna give. Yeah, uh, I, 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 they met, I was like, oh, they. As soon as I saw a clip 
a flame. I was like, ooh, they messy. Uh, but that's you, exactly my, what came in my head. I yeah. knew they was I knew what she was gonna give from what she gave. <laughs> and you knew what they were gonna give. Yeah. Right. And I, I knew what she was going So what made I, you watch it, Mia? Why well, you had to force us with this triggering <laughs> video like we forced our I was gonna ignore it. I was I, like, I, I, fuck I had them. to I had to give it see what it's going to give. What are you what are you doing with your platform? I need to, I need to nah. be in tune with the world. So um, my perspective. Um, they had Jenny Mock on there, and it all went over their head. And that, after that, I was like, "Oh, bye, goodbye, canceled." That, I want you think uh, before <laughs> you, before you go. I want y'all think of the trajectory. <laughs> think of the trajectory of the the trans folks that they have had. So, who was the very first one? The brilliant, Sydney, the beautiful, Sydney Star. No, it was Sydney Star. Yeah. The bodied out, the realness, the, the fish transgender net, diva, the fish herself. Net, the fishnet diva. <laughs> Y'all remember when she was always wearing the same fishnets in every photo shoot? She can dance. That. She can dance. She's bodied out. She's real. The fishnet. She looks like she's a ball of fun. Fingerless glove diva. She was always in there. 2001. <laughs> I've seen that. I've yes. seen that. Yeah. Wear it out. Um, yeah, that was one. That was one. Then they had who? Oh, uh, the didn't they have? Was there somebody Actually, in between? Oh, what? They had they had lip service too. Who was it, that? Lip service. Sydney Star was on that with Shauna Brooks in the back. They background. were on lip service with Angela Yee. But that's not no, 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 no. I'm talking breakfast about club. on the Breakfast Club. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. So with the Breakfast Club, it was Sydney, then Janet, Janet I think, and then Nala and Malik and, and Carmen. Um, Carmen, and then now Flame. Yes. So you went from Sydney, <laughs> Janet. Did Laverne ever go on there? Mm-mm. No. So you had Sydney, Janet. Why would they have Laverne on there? Let That's me strange. see. I know. So I... out of all the you pick Flame and you ain't even had Laverne on there yet. No, but anyway, yet. so anyway, no, so y'all went from Sydney to Janet. No shade to Sydney, all shade. But you you go from Sydney to Janet. That is a big jump. Yes. And that, it, that needed to be done though. That's a big jump. That's a big jump in level of intelligence to talk about transness. But then is that a nice way? But listen, is that a nice way? Is that am I lying? No, you're not lying. But no. it, it, even in between that, <laughs> they had. She's been trying though recently. I see her progress. But even between that, you remember when they. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all okay. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say I'm not saying nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm just being real. Y'all got me fucked up. Y'all, no comment. <laughs> but even, but even in between that, they had Lil Duval on there being oh, problematic. And saying transphobic stuff. She's only stuff. 4'11". Of course she's had... problematic. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a little... We're not going to share yeah. little men. A wild whole trans man. They usually yes. have the biggest BBCs. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I've seen a few. <laughs> but anyway. But anyway. Yes, that, that is a big jump from Sydney to Janet. Yes. And then to go to <laughs> the brilliant Nala and... Whatever Carmen is to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm being shiny today. I don't care. She ain't even we, talk. We being real. The girls is being shiny to us, so she, I'm, I'm going to be real. She ain't even talk, though, so does she count? I, thank, thank the Lord. <laughs> she was being an ally. She was being that for what? her man. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 
Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Quiet as sips my tea. Quiet as it's kept. Is this a legend? Whatever. <laughs> okay, maybe. It is what it is. So, I mean, you know, it's only maybe. logical explanation, honestly. Uh, oh. Well, or maybe she was there to be diverse. It seems like, you know, the platform has a, a nah. wide range Cause, cause of diversity video, of the girl. Not to change the subject, but every video he's been on after that, she was in the background chilling. So it's a only prop. logical explanation. Yeah. A so. white Latinx prop. Yeah. Nice. Um. So, <laughs> yes. So then they go from that, that foolishness, to... The uh, remember there was a gay man on that show. We we gonna talk about him later on. But there was a gay man on that show, um, David Johns. Yeah, I'll bring him up later. Why was and then they went though? to Flame. But, so out of all the trans people, you had you have had the the a wide range of people on this show. Yeah. Wide range, just no educators sense. that they hard in it. They, they blood blood sweat and tears, in and it. at no point. Have y'all grew? No point. At no point have y'all grown. Same questions. Same questions. And then here you come with this man. Because we're going to keep it. I'm going to keep it real. Marcus Parker. Marcus Parker. Mm. I want to make it very clear that if you watch this person, if you watch them, I, I have seen lives. I am connected to the community. Most of us are connected to a lot of trans folk before mm-hmm. they get famous, before any of that kind of stuff, right? Right. So if you watch live videos with this person, and I have been seeing this person for years, but- anybody doing something, they say out of their mouth, I am a man. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am Marcus Parker. Marcus Parker cast the checks. Flame is the entertainer. She's the workhorse. She's, I'm a drag queen. That's this is why. the entertainment. When I go home with my family, when mm. I go home with my people and I'm in my day-to-day life, I am living right. as a man. That is not a trans person. Even he, she, we is, com- he, she, we explains it. But I was just confused because... Not saying During trans people inter- don't go by different pronouns, but I mean... They made it known I'm a dude. But it's just the, the fact that... Okay. So, uh, he says that he he's... I forgot what his name is. Marcus Parker. And, you know, um, he entertains by doing drag. And he just has body augmentation. But then there are some times when he does speak. He's, he refers to himself as a trans person. So some trans woman, yeah, as a trans woman, because there was a time, uh, a point where he was, um, he was talking about the joke about uh, with Dave Chappelle, and he re he redid it and said, you know, trans the trans community is not even out the box, and he started saying we instead of them. So you you do right. consider yourself a trans person because. But then no. you said that, but you're because, co-opting. But, you're coming in co-opting. To be entertaining to these cis people, right? And and that's why you seen in the comments most of the times when you when you look at the Breakfast Club comments um, from the other trans people that have been on the show, they're like all oh, these he she's and this agenda and and just the normal rhetoric that you get from cis head people or cis head presenting people, and <laughs> and 
during this time when you look in the comments all you say is oh yes god you see oh finally one of them is speaking the truth this was the best interview that you done had them on the show they he's doing a great job at least he's he know what he is and blah blah blah, blah. and i'm just like god and just- at the end of the day the bottom line now we know that we are not a monolith yeah we know that but the bottom line as of, of a trans woman or a trans man right. is that we as a trans woman we do not identify with being a man at right all. and you do not identify with being I'm a not, woman i'm not a motherfucking woman that lives as a man or a masked right. woman as that, he described yes the, i'm not a motherfucking masculine woman that lives as a man identifies a man i'm not that i will never be that right yeah. that's just what it is and so you if you identify if you're a person that was born a male and you grew up to be a man and you saying i'm a man you're not a trans person like i don't care because them ignorant people keep saying Technically, he is trans. No. If you listen to what he says, you'll realize, even amongst the trying to co-opt our movement by saying and inserting himself into it, if you listen to what he's saying, he is not a trans person. He goes home and lives as a man. He identifies with being a man. Only thing different is like many drag queens in the culture, he has gotten body argumentation for his work. For so drag, so he can look better. good in his drag. There is tons of butch queen who live at men, who has gotten their ass pumped, who who yeah. do drag, who got their lips and their cheeks. They may not have got no titties done. Some of them have. It's so they have done this, but they live as men. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and they I, identify as men. And I think that a lot of people were saying, "Oh, well, you know, he's speaking for the community, and in the way he it he was the he was the." When he talks he about was, male, male privilege, right, white he, gay male privilege. Well, no, I'm saying like that moment people were saying that's when I'm sorry, go ahead. But that's that in that moment that's when people were saying we we agree with him, right? And I I agree with that as well. That was that was a part that I did agree with. But like he made statements about the whole community calling the previous women that were on the show uh, calling them delusional. If you're going to talk about you specifically talk about you and use I pronouns and how I feel and this is me not not saying everybody else is delusional and we're crazy and we don't know what gender we want to be if if you were born with a dick between your legs and you are a man and if you were born with a vagina then you're a woman and I don't know anything else everybody got buttholes and all this rhetoric but if you want to speak for yourself, just speak for yourself. Don't speak for everyone else. And and Charlemagne was like, oh, you they should definitely give you the platform. No, ma'am, because he's speaking for him. He's not speaking for everybody. And, and I I'm, think that was the confusion. And Flame and I, also erased, completely erased intersex people in that conversation as well. Talking about there's only dick and pussy. That's all I know. I never met anything else. Because you dumb. <laughs> That is you stupid. Right. You're speaking from an old ass, and this is not no ages shit. This is just real. You yes. are old, and you have not done the work that it takes to educate you on you yourself on what time. you haven't evolved with the times. Right. You haven't you haven't done the education you need to move right. on with the times. Right. You in this old fucking 1970 ass thinking about gender, mm-hmm. and that's stupid. And as my eye always says, a baroque clock is right two times a motherfucking day. <laughs> so yes, you can talk about there is a honest conversation about white mates, white gay male, you know, and their power and the and the amount of privilege that they have when it comes to political. That is a fucking common 
And yes. he know and he knows when he can throw it out there that right. these black cis motherfuckers who mm-hmm. are anti-gay mm-hmm. are gonna be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Yeah, oh yeah, he telling the truth. He keeping it real. Right. Da da da. Fuck out of here. Right. Yes, we that's something you can just throw out. Right. It's basically he was basically he was saying the same thing like Dave Chappelle said. Like the only reason why um we accept um wait, something about like we only care about transgenders is when white men become one or some shit like that basically it seemed like he that's what he was trying to give that and it's racializing something that is more nuanced we yes. know that black queer folks are fighting against that we we call it out we know that right. but right now in this moment your motherfucking ass need to be called out because you're speaking for us and not yourself. That's the problem. It's and I keep hearing this shit. Well, we all have um we're not a monolith. We have a, we have to we have a right to be ourselves. Yes, you have a right to be yourself. You have a right to have your opinions, but when it comes to my identity, you don't give a you don't get a right to say what the fuck I am. You exactly. have a right to say what you are. Mm-hmm. So if you want to identify as a man, that's okay. But you but- can't sit here and and it was almost like he was give, giving permission for everyone to be to misgender us. Yes. Some some people were saying um some people were saying we're not monolithic. Flame is just being flame. Yes, we're not monolithic, but flame made it as if we are monolithic. Right, that's what it is. Monolithic. What you're doing is you're stating your opinions and your views on yourself. Right. And then throwing the rest of us under the bus. Exactly. Because you can come on this platform and say, this is just how I feel. This is definitely not how all the other trans community feels. I, I can definitely come on here and not call the girls who've been on here mm-hmm. previously crazy and confused. Right. Which which is the which is the language of the fucking oppressor. And mm-hmm. it's validating them. And validating mm-hmm. them that these other motherfuckers is crazy and confused mm-hmm. and I'm the right one. That's throwing us under the bus. You can come on the platform and tell your controversial opinion without throwing us under the bus. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Flame was like, I'm a trans woman, basically. This is what I got. I'm a trans woman. But, but I'm, I'm a man, man. and also <laughs> trans men don't exist. I like bitches that look like men, identify as men, and they my baby mamas. That's all I got from it. Because he dates <laughs> right, shit. right. Oh, I just could imagine it was basically how invalidating that would be, bro. That's worse than the type of conversation than with my daddy. <laughs> Almost there, and it seems so hard <laughs> to to think that. You have this person who has this mind frame of thinking and, you know, think of, you know, think the way you want to. But the fact that you come from the community and you can't even acknowledge that this specifically how you think is is very, very few. Like there's not that I don't know that many trans women or people that have this mindset like that. And you can't like and that. We are we are we know that we are not a monolith. Right. Yes. We know that. And we're not saying that we should be. We know there are individuals who have different mindsets about things, and that is okay. But you have a responsibility if you consider yourself a part of the LGBT community that when you know that you have a controversial way of thinking, that you say, this is not how we all think. And you don't throw us all under the bus. That's why that's the problem I have is that you're making everybody seem confused and crazy Mm -hmm. and you're the one that got some sense. That's the problem. I don't like that. It's annoying. It's irresponsible. 
It's not okay. Get your bag. I know you're trying to make money, but but Lois Key, we're not going to hear about you in a couple of years. Yeah. So just... Because the cis motherfuckers is not accepting you, baby. They really not. They can be. They can be like, oh, yeah, this motherfucker not crazy. They're not inviting you into the cis circles of shit. Yeah, they laughing at you. And you ostracizing your community from you. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, this is, this, this is, get your 15 minutes of fame and you're going to be just like when you did Comic View. That shit was whack. Right. Shit was whack. And we didn't hear from you no more until Tiffany Haddish. Right. Your friend put you on a platform. You wouldn't have got it if it wasn't for her. An ally. Do you but, see what I'm saying? But, like you, we're not gonna hear from you. And black women, who gonna black pop women him? have always been. He like, um, but allies. who gonna pop him? I'm not gonna pop him because I don't got that much <laughs> testosterone. Well, we already done. Me and him done already had our situation, and I was blocked because I and, and when my when my son was trying to put us in a situation together face to face, you was avoiding it. So I would pop you <laughs> <laughs> without a question <laughs> and wouldn't and wouldn't have no issues with it. So this and, and and you playing this um mid Midwest the thug. I'm from the South Side of Chicago, bitch. I'm hood too. So you, we you don't match your match. It's nothing like that, bitch. You, you, nobody's fearful. Talk about who gonna pop me. M- multiple people will pop you if you disrespect them in their face. Yeah, you, simple as that. Indeed. Multiple people. That's why you go play that game with motherfuckers. That's why you go on Maddie's Maddie show. That's why you go on blah blah blah. You don't go around motherfucker who will pop you. Right. So don't play tough, cause it's other tough motherfuckers out here. Yes. Simple as that. <laughs> Amen. Really, so that shit was bullshit. Fuck the Breakfast Club. I don't listen. I don't club. watch this shit there. no more. Yeah, cause it I, ain't I shit that, I can learn from you know, it. I had felt bad at a moment. I was like, damn. I thought Charlemagne was really evolving. Hell no, I never thought I, that shit. I really did. I, I ain't never thought he, that shit. He's evolving life. with cis women. Yeah, I thought he was evolving because you, you know, it, it, it seemed no. like there was a point where he changed his point of views Fuck and stuff. No. But then when he right said, when, when he, you, what did he say? He was like. Oh well, you know you got to be politically correct, but but uh, that's not when I was taught when I was younger and blah blah. I was like, oh well, okay. The, so basically, he's been going in one ear. Man, now, the more politically correct you are in this world, the more coins you get. That's why everybody give that that yes, that it's a bullshit. capital it's a capital benefit. They're not changing exactly. because the gay community does have a coin too. They're just they silencing themselves. All, yeah. all his transphobia, all their transphobia came out in that moment. Really, they was like, "Oh, finally somebody! Oh man, finally somebody makes sense." I was waiting for this. They didn't give you a platform, right? All of that. So it's just like you bitches are fake. Y'all are anti-black. I don't fuck with your show. I hate your show. You're queer phobics. Fuck all of you. I would never want to be on your show. Eat a no. dick. I'll be on there to read, y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> I'll be on there to read. It, it's not, I'm not telling the girls not to go on there. Yeah, that's fine, but I wouldn't. But when fuck I go them. on there, understand this. If I ever get a chance, I'm reading. It ain't going to be no education. I'm reading motherfuckers. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> right. See, In y'all a politically repo, correct way. Them. Not politically correct. <laughs> I don't fuck with that show. Fuck them. They're whack. She's yeah, whack. Tried it, no They're shame. whack. All the people that y'all could have got on. No y'all, shame. Y'all, no y'all get this motherfucker. No. It's just, it's just not cool. I wish him the best. And whatever success that he gets, I don't want that. I, I, I want to make it clear. Individualism is okay. I don't have no problem with a person having opinions and being different and having different mindset about things. But shading but be, everybody else? Be, but shading everybody else? There's multiple times that I have a different opinion about something. And I'll say, literally, yo, this is my feelings. 
I know other people may disagree, but this mm-hmm. is how I think about it. Yeah. Like when we talk about some of those, the, t- the people calling me a turf on on certain aspects mm-hmm. when I talk about conditioning, mm-hmm. male conditioning and male mm-hmm. privilege even within birth, not just mm-hmm. after birth. I, I'm 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 not on the inside of the trans community when it comes to that mindset about right. things. And so but I also make it clear that there are other views of this and mm-hmm. this is what they say. This is what they feel. Mm-hmm. I'm and it's just it's just inserting multiple opinions about it. Cool. Right. Great. It's not they're crazy, they're blind, they're da da da. Exactly. I'm not dogging them. This exactly. is what they feel. This is their um research and blah 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 about it. It's just different than mine. Right. right. And and but it's true because everybody's um everybody's childhood was different. Everybody everybody's parenting uh everybody's parents parented them different or raised them different. So of course you would everybody's conditioning would be different. Uh-huh. Right? Because Absolutely. some 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 um, some people's parents probably let their sons play with do- uh, with dolls and and didn't objectify when they decided to express their emotions or didn't uh, limit their daughters uh, in certain ways. So, but there are some they did or do. And I think if if, if we're talking about that particular thing, when we're talking about conditioning, what I'm talking conditions are before that. Do you see what I'm saying? Like yes. it, before they knew that they had a trans child. So prior right. to that. Like the raising you. Yes, yeah, the raising you. There is some conditioning that happens before they realize it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like if, if you got a, a, a accepting parent and as soon as they realize that, oh, this is a trans child. So sure, here go. Here's this doll. Here's this dress. Blah, blah, blah. Before that, in the womb, before they're out. There yes. are some privileges that happens. The where you eat, how much your mama eats, her level of what, what care of a male child, like knowing that this child is going to be male and coming into this male-dominated world, how, what they do for that child is can be different as well. Even even the moment you know when you're pregnant and you think of like what the sex is going to be, all these different think things. Think about and gender ideas. reveals, all these times yes. that we, we find out it's going to be a boy, it's not going to be a boy, and you hear see these parents with negative reactions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All of that is a part of that conditioning. All of that is a part of. You know uh, the world we live in. Why the the more the maternal mortality rate for yes. black women? That's racism. We, That's the, all. This conditioning happens before you're born. Yes. I, I there hasn't been any studies that measure it, but I'm just telling you what I think. My theories yes. and da 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 da. I think all of that plays a part in the conditioning. And when you come out. Something else plays a part. And then as you grow up, something... And it's different levels. Absolutely acknowledge that. I absolutely acknowledge that there's a difference in multiple people. Mm -hmm. But I also know that these systems are pervasive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And how they affect us have not always been... Have not... Especially in the trans community, we barely can get a fucking survey. We barely can get on a census. Right. Right. (laughs) So so there has not been studies about our life in that depth for you to prove me wrong. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Right, and I was agreeing or with right. you. Or right. No, 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 I'm not saying you're disagreeing. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's, it hasn't been enough study to prove me wrong or right. This exactly. is just my theory. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you just think about how much deep-rooted and internalized uh, racism we even, like, anti-blackness we have in ourselves, like, even you're blindsided to stuff, and you can project that on your potential child. You never know what you can be projecting. So when you really just go back and reflect on certain things in your life and how all of these different oppressive 
um, systems have oppressed you and how even your parents did it unknowingly, knowing sometimes you know that they don't mean no harm and they love you, it's still something that happened. It's still a certain way you were conditioned, whether you want to be like, oh, my parents love me, except me, and, you know, they let me, like, even my people, like, even my daddy has, even my daddy, he let me, he was very loose in how he let me be, which is why he feels guilty now, but he let me wear certain stuff, but there's still, you can still see that conditioning, how it turned out to be with our relationship now, and how he feels about my transness. You can see that level of conditioning. And how different how that was with your us. sister. Yeah. He made it very clear that how he re- responded to you was yeah. very different than his sister. Right. Than your sister. Yes. So it was very different. So even in the same household, there can be some differences in conditioning. And I think another argument that people talk about is, well, I was a queer child, so I didn't get the full, like, I didn't get male privilege. No, you didn't get the full male privilege of a a cis heteronormative male child that is performing boyhood and manhood the same, uh, in, in its full potential. Mm-hmm. You didn't get that. But somebody trying to push you in that direction is a level of conditioning. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? It, it may have been, it may have been turned out into a negative situation, but it's, it, I think um, this has nothing to do with it, but think about um, Tiba Queen and Jay when she, when Jay always talks about that bike that she didn't get when mm. she was, um, when she was younger and her brothers got the bike and didn't even fucking ask for the bike, the bike, the bike, the bike. <laughs> mm. When we talk, when we think about that, the brothers were being pushed. Even if that was a queer brother, Right. The parents still pushed him to do this boy shit. Exactly. They still they still was pushing him in the direction, regardless of how much he rejected it. Yes. They still were pushing him in oh. that direction, and that is a level of conditioning. Mm-hmm. Even even with my sister, when he found out she was dating the stud, I remember him whooping her. Like, cause she, he said she was being disrespectful, but I really knew what it was. Um, and then with me, when he saw my queerness, it was ignored. But my sister was like, I felt like it was certain expectations. Like, he knew that wasn't me. Like, he knew that I wasn't really gay. And low-key, you have the markers of, if if I'm, this is just me thinking. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. look a little bit more mixed than your sister. Oh, yeah. Way different. Yes. So when we talk about that. Ideal, I, idolizing mixed things, yes. she would get the brunt of it because she's darker than you. Mm. She doesn't have your eyes. Yes. Y'all, y'all look very, very different. Yes. So even in that concept, she's the darker one. She's the less mixed looking. There's going to be difference in how he treats y'all. It was another instance. <sighs> I hate to put my family, but it's stuff that's true. But even when we lived with his wife. I don't girl, even live with y'all. I, I, I <laughs> No, just based on Yes, even you that condition is there. You know that condition is there. But even um when we lived with his white girlfriend, my sister was treated way differently than I was. I got to sleep in the girlfriend bed. I was I got to do more stuff. We hung out more. My sister you and said, y'all both high yellow bitches. Yes. <laughs> Not you. Yeah. Now. At the but time. At the time. Yes. And then she was like sleeping on the floor and shit like that. So it was just like really shady shit I saw with her. But he, he'll make it into she's older and I have more expectations and blah, blah, blah. And all of that goes into play. Yeah. it's it, And that, <laughs> that's my thing about the conditioning. So anyway, back to the flame. Yeah. Back to the flame situation. <laughs> if we went into the change yeah, of the condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So flame is a person that is a unicorn within this community. Yes. That got a, yeah, I was able to get on a platform. That was, that has a, now has access to a big platform. Yes. 
can she say and feel how she wants to feel I about her identity? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now she's shady. <laughs> right. No, I'm not. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. So, it, 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 yes. <laughs> so, can he feel <laughs> how he wants to feel? Absolutely. He can have whatever obscure, controversial, um, unfounded opinion that they that person can have. <laughs> absolutely but the problem the only problem that i have with them how they use their platform is that they pretend and people who defend him they pretend that oh he just has an opinion this is just his opinion he should be able to be free to be himself yes but he is not doing that for himself he is doing generalizing us and that's the problem and that's the problem Exactly. So, but also a conversation I want to, I haven't been, I haven't heard talked about yet is us knowing transgender is an umbrella. Technically, Flame fits under that umbrella. Under, now. Uh, cool. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not telling but she's not in the community. You're not a trans said. woman. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. You don't identify as a woman. So, why are we calling you trans woman? Call yourself trans. If you say trans, okay, I can feel mm-hmm. that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But calling yourself a trans woman, I have an issue with. Because mm-hmm. you saying that you identify with being a man. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, you can't be a trans woman and identify with being a man. Because I don't know any trans woman that identifies me. Because that is the basis of why we are who we are, right? <laughs> yes. That's what the word the the world trans woman means transition to woman. I mean, I would think so. That's 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 what I always thought it was. So if you could label this person a drag queen, yeah, he's a drag <laughs> okay. queen. He just has body augmentations. So a drag queen was, with body augmentations. I'm it. trying to imagine. I know many of them. Right, me too. I've seen it. I've even I've even had this one escort that was that dressed up in drag and said I might get on hormones like at one time. Well, I mean they do make more money. I even he, knew one. I'm like pretty that. sure he he does get better job opportunities than the ones that have to you know, and he probably can get dressed quicker. You know, he just got to put his clothes <laughs> on and do his makeup. He don't got a pad and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the opposite. Like if a trans. It, like if a, um, a woman that identified as a trans man, <laughs> as a woman that tried to identify as a trans man, it was like she get the check, we <laughs> he go get her, we go it's like some shit like that. I'm I would be see. so confused. Like I would be like, what? And like that's basically what mostly feedback I saw. People was like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, I, uh, uh, <laughs> like, listen, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disrespect him. I, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't other him. I wouldn't make him feel any type of way if I met him or you know if he told me this is how he felt. But for like Diamond said, and like we've expressed numerous times. When you make that generalization and you include yourself in a community that you're not in and you try to make us seem like we're delusional as people, mm-hmm. it's that's when I would have a problem. Mm-hmm. Even with the sexuality thing, he was like, what day is it? Like, he'd be like, what day is it to be attracted to men? Like, when people be like, oh, you like men? You'd be like, what day is it? 
be like, oh, okay, so you just seem like you're actually the one that's confused. We not confused. You seem like you're confused. Well, I don't think that's <laughs> confusion. You can like multiple things. I don't yeah, think that's confusion. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I just don't think it correlates with your identity. Yeah, but but he they I'm saying they they were <laughs> he said he is a man and every man I know goes by he him and him. So not every man I know, but well, you know they you can say girl like, sometimes. I know some butch queens that don't mind, but <laughs> they were like I'm just attracted to women. But then they were like, what day is it? So like it just really depends on the day and the time for you for everything with your sexuality, with your gender identity, anything. And cool, do, do what you want <laughs> right. to do, but don't throw us under the bus. That's all. That's literally my point. That's all. Don't, you don't have to throw us under the bus. Don't you call can me say confused. this is. Don't call me confused and crazy. <laughs> call yourself whatever you feel like you want to call yourself. That is fine. But you got like people are acting like they like he like he hasn't been like this forever. Like he was on his this nigga <laughs> <laughs> was on his live. And said, "I'm a man. I'm not confused. And let me tell, let me, let me prove you. Let me prove you a certain way. Take your ass to the bathroom and go pee. And if you shake, <laughs> you a man. And if you wipe, you a woman. That's what. And that's all I'm saying. What? Mm, shit. But then he gone to say, even if you get a sex change, you still a man. Though. Yeah, because it don't operate. So what are you this, saying? All these Nineteen sixty seventies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and out of date and out of touch. Sorry. Triggering. That's what you call a trigger. They need to put a trigger warning on that one, but they ain't though. But they should definitely do that one. Shake it up though. <laughs> yes, you better tap dance, bitch, and get that coin. You better shake it up and make so an uproar to get so people let, mad. So let me speak about tap dancing. Yes, because this is to me our version of the coon, the pick me the all that shit but it's just so the pick me does her things for the male gaze the coon does his things for the white gaze this motherfucker i don't know what word we're gonna make up for (laughs) but this he she we (laughs) this he she we is doing this foolishness he for we. the cis gays. Hold on. He, she, we buffoonery. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this person is doing this shit for the cis gays. And baby, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that it does not work. There's a guy in our history that was black during the time of W.B. Du Bois, Booker T. Washington, and blah, 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 blah. And he was trying to play to the white gays and say that black people were inferior. William Hannibal Thomas, mm. and he was using it to get on the white people's side, like Candace Owens, da 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 da, and he was benefiting. He wrote this book. He was benefiting from being a coon. Being a coon, and this is what he did. And you know what ended up happening? Once he did not serve the white people's purpose, mm-hmm. he died poor alone and by his motherfucking self because the black folks didn't fuck with him and the white folks didn't fuck with him either Mm. and so trust and believe that this is what's going to happen to flame your people ain't gonna fuck with you because you whack Mm. and the cis folks is gonna get tired of you because that's a one-trick pony baby that's a one-trick pony you can't them jokes is gonna get boring because the majority of folks are saying the complete opposite of your unicorn 
ideology. <laughs> like, you don't nobody else really even think like this anyway but in the trans community. Cis head people are going to, but you're not going to be accepted in with them. Yes. They're not you're not. Let's yes. bring this, this man with us, but, but he got even, some Even them. they're evolving, though. Even the cis hat people are evolving. Yes. Even cis, pe- Slowly. cis hat people are... Sprinkle. <laughs> Slowly. For the most part. Yes, I, I don't want to yes. give people well, credit. Let's do give them credit. I do see most of them evolving, and most of them are black women. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Tell, tell <laughs> the are, truth. They are always the first people. <laughs> tell, and there's some black men. There's some queer men. It's there's some, there's one there's point five out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Hell no, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I yes, the there's the some, million. but if we see some growth, we wouldn't be ha- able to do and maneuver in the world how we're doing, mm-hmm. even with the, some of the negative. It, it, we 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 are in a better situation in 2019 than we were in um, mm-hmm. to, um 1997, even or, 2005. Or, <laughs> <laughs> do y'all, um, do y'all feel like flame set us back? No, because that's only no. just one person. Like no. out of a million people, like I said, his ideology and the way he thinks, and as being the person that he is, I have, like I said, I haven't seen that many people with that mind frame or just with that identifies like he does. So mm. um, I think he would have to be like a movement of people that looked like him to have that for people to even be like, oh, this is. This is it. No, ma'am. This is not, that's not a role. That's like saying is, does Candace Owens and all them other black conservatives stop what we're doing over here on the left as far as our blackness and dismantling racism? Some people They're like a bump in the road. They're like, you know, they're being used and tokenized by the white people. But at the end of the day, we're on the right side of history. So Mm. over time... It's just going to get better and better and better, which we see. Right. You know, once these motherfuckers die off, mm-hmm. it's just going to it's just going to happen. So oh, I don't know. That's what I'm know saying. Something else I didn't like. It was mm-hmm. on my, there was a time where um, there was a comment he made when he was like, um, almost asking them why they didn't challenge them or challenge them as a people when he was like, and y'all just sat there like uh, like dogs and sit there and let them and talk. And why y'all didn't tear in to um leak yoba's ass and why y'all didn't why y'all was just sitting there and it's just like damn so you're promoting that type of violence that that type of horrible way of of viewing like why would you why would you do that that was I don't think that was their place, but I do feel like Malik should have been interjected. No, I, I, no, I'm just, no, <laughs> by somebody that know what they're talking about. All. So, by somebody that know what they're talking about. But that's why he had the women there for them to help. I, I'm just saying I don't agree with with <laughs> what he said to them. Now, I'm, and I'm talking. I'm not talking about Malik. I'm talking about Flame. Flame. I didn't agree with that. Like you're basically saying, why didn't y'all challenge them and why didn't y'all just tear into them? Like get them together. Like that's horrible. And it's like it's almost making the people who th- who think like him or cis people who think like them giving them the idea like, oh, there's one of them that's saying that we need to you know, have some type of backbone and we need to challenge y'all. So when I pop you for doing what Flame said, don't, 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 don't say nothing. And, 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 and <laughs> I, I have no issue. I, I have no issue with being challenged. That's the no, thing I'm, about no, it. No, I'm saying no, like, no, no, I'm not talking about you. But it could be in general. When I've been challenged by people who have that type of thinking, it gets violent. Yeah, I can see that. 
And it's not, and I'm not the one initiating the violence. It's like, I don't mind having a conversation with you, but then they get to getting, now you are a man and blah, 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 whoa, 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 calm down, girl. And you know, the bitch, and then, and then the cis women started patting their pussies, like, <laughs> like Evelyn on the basketball wives. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, girl. I feel like. And that's only two twenty thousand dollars and, and Bangkok, girl. I could, if I wanted to. I feel like Nala Simone was doing just fine interjecting Malik's conversation. So yeah. I'm going to leave that at that. Well, the girls yeah. were there to help. They were yeah. there to help. That was their intention. Right. So let's talk about the gay man that was on that platform that was there. So he shared Flame's, um, Flames video oh. on his Instagram. And Brianna, a girl who, a friend of the show who has been on the show, Sis. called him out. Hey, girl. Um, Called him out and he blocked blocked and deleted her. Oh. So she was calling him out. She was like, this is exact. And I came in and I said, this is exactly why, why you didn't need to be in that space. When we were talking about trans attracted men and trans women, why were you there? You're a gay man. Why were you there? You shouldn't have been there in the first place. Exactly. And the reason why, and you are proving my point. Mm-hmm. You can get up there and say the politically correct shit. This is um, um, David Johns, Mr. David Johns. Mm. Um, you can get on there and say politically correct shit. Absolutely, you can. Anybody can say the right things in regards, but you don't really live it because if you're sharing, he shared the clip about um, white gays, like the white gays being whatever she said about which white is, gay men. Which I, yeah. that was the, like one of the, one, that was like the but only the, thing I agreed those with. Those are like little, like I can just say it I, because I know that this is going to play cute because this is th- these are black conservative people. Of course, if I throw out the white people, throw out the um, the meat, you're going to say, like, think of whiteness, the uh, racism and whiteness and dog and white people. Throw it in the middle of the room in, in a, as a piece of meat in front of a bunch of hungry ass dogs. Right. It's going to feed them. They're going to gravish it up. They're going to eat it up like, oh, yes, those white gays. Because, you know, they have homophobia. And they want and they use the white gays to discredit the LGBT movement. The, mm. the white ones, because we know they have power. And, and as black queer people, we call them out. We know that. But, the, but black conservatives mm. who are anti-gay, they use the white, the white people as... Yeah, this is the white agenda they're trying to push on us. This is what they do. Like, and if you don't get that context, mm-hmm. if you don't get it, you know how to throw that meat in the re- middle of the room of these ravishing, ignorant-ass dogs, and they're going to eat it up. It doesn't mean that it's not true. It's still a piece of meat that they're going to eat. Yes, that's true. That's legitimately. The white gays take up too much space, and they have racist shit about them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when we talk about validating transness, that has nothing to do with this subject. Exactly. That has nothing to do with this subject. And these black conservatives are going to eat it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you so, were all around yeah. it, too. Yeah. Ooh, you know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you know what you're talking about. Oh, oh yeah. you, you got a racial analysis you that know. every motherfucker has had since fucking 80s. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, oh, you know something. Like, what the fuck? Like, it literally, like, of course, they, like I said, a, a broke clock is wrong two times a day. <laughs> you, you said it was right two times a day. I mean, I'm sorry. A broke <laughs> clock is right two times a day. Yes. So, mm-hmm. anyway. He, we wanna... she, we, but for <laughs> So, 
we <laughs> talked about the flame issue. We talked about um, last week's episode. And I think we did a show, y'all. All right, before we go, this is Trans Week. Um, a lot of Trans Day of Remembrance are going to be happening this week. Um, this is kind of like, uh, I hate to say our holiday, because it's not really a holiday. But yeah, it's, it's kind of It's like the national event for trans folks to remember the people who have passed on. And this, um, this year in Houston, um, Mia... Mm-hmm. Was invited to be the MC of Tidor this by year Walker. by Didi Waters. Well, <laughs> my bad, Didi. Yeah. I called you a whole different person. <laughs> Didi Waters, and um, she will be the MC. I'm so excited about that. I'll be Me there. Too. I usually don't go to them because they're mm-hmm. sad, and I don't really do them. But um, you know, because you're the MC, I'll just go and bear bear with it <laughs> or whatever. So I'm excited about that, and. In the past, how how have y'all felt about Tidor? Um, in the and I've always felt this way to now. Just I think it's important to remember the girls, um, just because and guys, old girls and guys, yeah. um, just because like I always say my the one of my worst fears is always being forgotten. And and specifically as a trans person, we usually are forgotten. And and I I don't want it to seem like woe is me, but those really are facts. And I think it's real it's just important to and it's important to our aware, awareness because there are so many people if if you didn't share these facts with some people, they wouldn't even know it. They wouldn't they I've I've shared so much information and there have been so many cis people to to say oh you know what I wouldn't even know about this if you hadn't shared it I wouldn't even there people in my in my circle don't talk about things like this right mm-hmm. for me it has mostly just been sad so I kind of just be like oh I'm just look at that and just how go do you, how do you look at it as a trans man because we know that is a much much heavier burden for trans women in regards to death yes for um you know in regards to this how do you as a trans man look at it from your vantage point um for me i with trans men we deal with suicide a lot so with me I pay attention to those guys, people like um, uh, Blake Brockington that passed away. Um, who else? Um, I try to find different trans guys that have passed away and gone and kind of look at their history and stuff like that. Um, that's why I mentioned ain't guys because I feel like that's important to pay attention to. Um, but for me, a lot of the focus... Um, is mostly on trans women because y'all get murdered more often. So, um, but for the most part, I don't really think it's focused on either either one. I try to make it like a collective thing. Yeah. Um, and use it as a time to honor everybody and all the work that they've done. And even, you know, people that we, like a lot of times the people that we see and we do remember are people that were visible you get what i'm saying so i try to remember the people that weren't visible and didn't really have a choice 
You know right. what I mean? Or they didn't have a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Or a voice. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's important to honor the people who created this space, who did the work in organizing this as a national thing, to create something that's a national, nationally celebrated or nationally, um, I don't know what the other word is, but national thing to do. She done the work to kind of um, move all of us in this direction. And I think it's, an, it's important to honor her in that regard. So thank you for doing the work. Thank you for um, setting things in motion to be able to create this kind of space that we do every single year. Um, yeah, so if you are in Houston and you are a person who wants to honor the trans folks that have gone before us, um, make sure you come out. We will put the link in the bottom. And yes, I think we've done a show, y'all. <laughs> yep, looks like that's it. <laughs> so, Bye, all right, guys. we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be alright.